Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, aka Mega Man. This is going to be episode 41. I have a very, very special guest, Kiki Love and Chipetto. They both have two podcasts, the Badass Chicas and Dog Nor Podcast. What's up, guys? Hey. Hey. What's up? How's everything going? Good. Yeah. Do you like the little hospitality with the pizza yes. and the beer? Yes. Thank you. Love it. Thank love you. it. Love it. Yeah. Appreciate it. That's sponsored by California Heights. Uh, so I know you're drinking a Belmont Brewery Strawberry Blonde. Yes. Oh, it's so lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and you're trying to chop the stout beer. That was bomb. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. And I got you a little Thank fancy you. little veggie pizza. Yeah, Thank appreciate you. it. Because do my homework because I know you guys are guys. Oh. vegan. Are you guys vegan? No, vegetarian. Vegetarian, but are planning to go plant based. Oh really? Oh, by next year. Yeah, yeah, by by the beginning of next year, hopefully. Okay. We're saying goodbye to everything this year. Yeah. Really? So no <laughs> more cheese. meat, no more. No, for sure. We, we we haven't ate meat. I haven't ate meat in eight years. Really? Or and chicken. it's already been two years for me. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. But um, right now, like when you're vegetarian, vegetarians usually still eat um cheese and dairy, dairy products, and stuff. milk, so no yogurt. meat, nothing. No, no meat, nothing. no. So how do you? But guys... vegans don't anything that has to do with animals. No eggs. No cheese. So how no do you guys? So how do you guys get your protein then? Protein, spinach, avocado, nuts, dude. All you know, yeah. vegetables, grains. There's a lot of broccoli, beans. Yeah, yeah, beans. I need to do that. I eat too much. I'm a carnivore guy, so I love meat. I didn't really eat meat before, so it wasn't really an issue. Uh huh. Um, I was like, maybe chicken, you know, but um, when like I was already going out with the uh, chapel. And he was already vegetarian, so it wasn't really hard for me to kind of transition to that. Uh-huh. Um, but it's been two years now for me, and I haven't missed anything. So, nah, no. nothing. Mm-mm. I I need to do something because I need to get my weight down because I used to weigh over three hundred three hundred thirty. That's crazy. Yeah, so right now I'm at two twenty, two thirty, two eighteen. My weight's up and down. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, if you even giving up meat, because I used to eat a lot of meat. Too. Like, asadas? I, yeah, I got in asadas and hamburgers and hot wings and all that. So it was it wasn't hard to give it up, but um what's it called? But if you know, if you keep in mind like if you give it up, there's no weight's not gonna fall off. <laughs> like I've been no. vegetarian for eight years and you know, at one point like I started gaining weight because you know, I still eat French fries and pizza and all that mm-hmm. so it's just like have you guys been to seabirds on fourth street yeah i well, cynthia took me for the first time and i got full i wasn't really feeling it the food it was um, different yeah it was just like having i had an avocado fried avocado taco, taco dude, those are bomb really those are good i had it and like like i had a kimchi taco oh it's that's kind of weird it's pretty good oh really yes yeah, <laughs> it has seabirds yeah what that kimchi taco that had a potato, you know, French fries and everything, but that fried avocado was something different. I like it because yeah. I love I love avocado. I love but they give you a lot. Too. They put a lot of sprouts in it. Yeah, I was like, this is different, but I got full. Next like, time, if you know, if you go get um the pulled pork, which is um jackfruit. And to be honest, if I didn't tell you, if you just if I would have just get, like given it to you, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have noticed. No. You would have honey dig me. Yeah. You would have been, <laughs> and you been, I don't even know if, if you guys went, if you guys got dessert. Oh, we were supposed to. Because it was that day we went when Carlos 
and Stephanie were moving to oh, Washington. It was a farewell. So it was farewell. We went over there because it was my first time. It was packed. So. I, me- I know last year um, they took me and Carlos and my dad for our birthdays. Yeah. In March. And um, I think we ordered the pumpkin pie. I can't even tell, man. I don't even know these days. Can't even tell. Like, it's vegan. It was pretty Well, I've made pumpkin pie, too, for, like, our, our Thanksgiving dinners or whatever. Yeah. Vegan pumpkin pie. And it tastes the same. Like, and people were, I've like... i it to all my, like, non-vegetarian friends and stuff. Uh-huh. And they liked it. They, they were telling her to make it again. Year. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's rewind. I, was, for, I always say when the podcast, when I have guests on, how was your day? Let me see. We're going to go first. Um, <laughs> it was it was cool. I uh, my like all my mom's side of the family are teachers, so I usually go and help them in like the classroom and stuff. So that's what I did today. Yeah, help with the students and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah, work was good. Work's been sucky lately, uh, but okay. today it was it was easy. I was listening to podcasts. Uh, what, what kind of podcast? Today, today I was listening to Rich Roll. Rich Roll. He's a um, He's vegan, okay. and um, he's like an athlete too. So he had this guy that went silent for a whole year. Oh, for big no, but for like to to show like this animals it, can't talk. So I'm not gonna talk for you. Does he have a restaurant? No, no. This okay. guy just goes around and talks. Okay, there was a person on on the podcast with Joe Rogan where he had Travis Parker, and I think his chef or someone who swore where he doesn't talk. Oh shit! He doesn't talk. He's a vegan, and he hasn't talked to anyone, so it's hard to get. Well, a lot of like, I'm pretty sure that guy. I want to say he's Buddhist, but it's like a sort of what do we like? Hare Krishna, like John Joseph, um, like monks and stuff. Uh So yeah, like this guy, he was from Australia. Yeah, like the Rich Roll was interviewing the guy from Australia, and he was saying like, you know, he was. He never he he didn't love animals when he was young. Mm-hmm. He just didn't get it. He was like, why should like he never really had a dog? And then when he did have a dog, he just didn't see like you know animals are stupid. And then he became a physical uh, trainer. No, he became like a trainer for at the gym and stuff. Uh huh. And he will convince vegetarians to go back to meat. Oh wow! What? Yeah. He, oh, he, that's not like cool. his mind was just he was just like I don't he's like I don't get it. And then he went on a cruise to, uh, to, to, to train people. It was a whole year. They were going to travel the world. Mm-hmm. And he met this Indian guy. And he was training the, the Indian guy. And the Indian guy was like, oh, I've been vegetarian for 20 years. And he was, no, before he said that, the trainer was telling the Indian guy, oh, you know, you don't seem fit. So, you know, what are you eating? And he's like, oh, I'm vegetarian. And he was like, that's unhealthy for you. You shouldn't what you should eat meat. He was like, how are you going to tell me if I've been doing it for 20 years? And that Indian guy sat him down and just told him, try it for a week. Just be, just be vegetarian for a week. And he, t- he gave him the whole philosophy and all that. And then he tried it for a whole week and finally he got it. He was like, what? Okay, I want to look into it about whole foods. Like, um, he, you know, just eating food, like vegetables, um, fruits. And nothing processed and all that. So he got really into it. And then finally, because um, his brother, he said when they were younger, his brother would show him slaughter um, videos. I seen that. And his brother was yeah. like, once you see this, you're, you're not going to eat meat. No. He saw it. Didn't. He was like, I don't. He's like, so? Like, that's life. You know, the animals are dying because we need that's to eat That's literally them. how everybody yeah. feels. Like, people 
they don't they can't watch those videos or they don't want to see them or you know it hurts to watch it but then there's they're like oh i'm gonna go get a burger after this you know like i see things different with that that's good uh because i get a little traumatized when i see that but what happens if we go back to reality like let's say like we didn't know how to cook how are we gonna how we're gonna get our food no and cook it you know and yeah and that's what he was saying like a lot of people try to knock him down because now he he goes around and talks to, in, in schools and you know universities for free, and he was saying when he became that one week he saw another documentary called Earthlings, and that one's brutal supposedly. I, mean, I don't know. We should watch it. But um, <laughs> he said that he saw it and that it was really brutal, and he kind of still he he finally started feeling some sympathy, but he he was like, okay, I'm down to be vegetarian, but I'm gonna do it because I'm interested in like the health of it and all that like he still didn't get the animal like he, he still was like i don't get it like why are people like why should we love animals blah 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 they're dumb this and that and that's not until i forgot what made him go vegan but he said i'm going vegan um next year so like new year's on january 1st i'm going vegan and i'm not going to talk for a whole year because and something i forgot what what made him like think like okay animals um they can't talk. Uh-huh. So how do we know? I don't want to turn this to a vegan podcast. I know. <laughs> no, but it's okay. No, but I was listening to this today, so it's not fresh. Not trying to preach or anything. Uh-huh. No, I'm not trying to pre- I'm just telling the guys. we got vegans, we got carnivores, no, yeah. like, whatever. <laughs> like, hurry up with the fucking shit. I know. <laughs> no, but, but he was saying, uh, what was he saying? He finally, like, got it. He was like, okay, you know, I'm un- I understand, like, you know, what? So we have dogs dolphins and just mammals in general yeah why not them why aren't we eating them who, mm-hmm. like who chose cows chickens like who chose yeah oh because they taste good mm-hmm. so he was just saying like okay um you're just killing an animal because it tastes good that's mm-hmm. like you know it's wrong whatever so he did that whole thing for a whole year without talking Shh. yeah because he was like if animals can't talk then I'm not going to do it because if nobody's listening to them when they're suffering and screaming, oh, yeah. You know? yeah so they, and then he, but what he did, because he he knew his friends were going to try to like fuck with him yeah. and be like, oh my god, dude, like there's an emergency, and then he was going to be like, what? So what he did to, to get away to legit not talk, he just rode his bike all around Australia. He rented a van and he was just going around and. He said finally when he finally got like animals that he stayed in a in the salvation on the sanctuary for animals yeah. for all, for 6 weeks mm-hmm. and he was hanging out with this cow and he finally like um he was just feeding the cow milk cuz the I guess the mom wasn't around so the cow was like he said when cows are hungry they'll bump their mom and that's how they know like Aww. the mom moves and you know gives him milk so he'll do that to him chew on his pants and he'll, oh. and, and, and he'll give him the bottom. So he knew that he was leaving. So he was like, I can't talk. And if I write something on a piece of paper, this cow can't read it. So how am I going to say goodbye to him? She's like, okay, I'm going to mentally say goodbye to him. And he said that it was so weird how he, in his mind, he was saying, okay, I forgot the cow's name, but he was okay. <laughs> he named the cow? No, the cow had a name. <laughs> oh, the cow had a name. And he was like, okay. In his mind, he was like, I'm leaving. It was nice meeting you, this and that. Like, we had a good relationship. Um, I'll come visit you, blah, blah, blah. Oh. And he said the cow would only bump him for, for milk. He, and that's it. And they'll, you know, he, he'll see him run and whatever. But that this is like 
this this is the first time the cow ever did this. Like he like bumped him, but he like rested his head on his pants. Oh. And he was like, okay, I'm not trying to say that I mentally tell <laughs> he talked to the cow, but it was just really weird how I was mentally just, saying goodbye you know, and then, his body language. Yeah, and, yeah it was yeah. body language, and that's when he found his out energy. he was like, animals aren't stupid. No, I don't know why people you know, think that. There, no, there's a swarm of the fuckers. Dude, yeah. dolphins. Dolphin, cats. Do, they cats, dolphins that kick in. You like know, orcas. Like, orcas are smart as fuck. Yeah. They, they know how to maneuver, how to kill a great white. Like, okay, you do this, I do we'll flank them. And like, yeah, fuck yeah. that. Oh yeah, well, animals are smart. Yeah, that was just a podcast I was listening to. I'm not gonna, I'm not <laughs> yeah. trying to preach here. I'm just yeah. telling you. Know. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll put that out. But uh, yeah, that's very do interesting with animals. Do, yeah, dude, that's interesting. Um, I just want to give a plug. Uh, shout outs to Cynthia. I know she wanted to be here and and support yeah. the podcast, but right now she's a little sick, a little under the weather. So, um, I just want to say, uh, Mega Man and Anna. And uh, Chipetto, we, we love you. We love you so much. We, we wish you were here. We love you. you. Get better and everything. Didi. So, yeah, Didi. Well, <laughs> why you guys call her Didi? Ooh, okay. The same thing. Okay. <laughs> the same thing. How people are like, oh, why they call you Chipetto? Why they call you Chipito? It's, yeah, it's, it's just the beginning. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I I wasn't alive when they <laughs> when they were calling her. They've been calling her that since she was young. Titi. Mm-hmm. I think actually it was from no hey novella. Oh, novella? Yeah. Okay. I don't, uh, I don't no, 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 Yoya. Yoya? From a, yeah, Yoya. Because okay. my dad calls her Yoya. Uh huh. And Titi, I don't know. I guess Cynthia Titi. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the reason why um, I got you guys on the podcast, um, she was telling me, like, oh man, like my cousin and his girl have a podcast, you know, like Badass Chicas. And uh, I listened to a season one, you know, and everything. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And stuff. I listened to a lot of podcasts. Because that's what I do. When I'm at, if I'm not working, I have about I have to listen to about sixty different sixty different uh, podcast episodes. Wow. Here, hear this episode. Hear this and all that stuff. And I'm already backed up, so it's like okay, I'll push this out of the way. I'm gonna focus on yours. I heard badass chicas. Um, tell me, Anna, um, why badass chicas for the audience and stuff like that <laughs> for, the, for the new listeners who live because you yeah. have a lot of hardcore <laughs> podcast listeners, so. I want them to know just lay it out. Chicas. Lay it out. All right. <laughs> do it. I'm gonna do yours next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, badass chicas started off as a joke. Really, it was between uh, me and my best friend Alex, who is the co-host. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wanted. We're like she's more sassy. We, we we like to talk a lot. You know? Typical Mexicans. <laughs> you know, like, we got it from our tias and our tias tias. You know, like it's just tradition. Uh huh. Um. So we wanted to do uh, chismosas with mimosas. And we're like, oh, that'd be so funny if we made it into a podcast, you know, and we brought like all these people and stuff, like mm-hmm. it'd be funny. And um, it was just like, yeah, that'd be funny. And then we're like, well, why don't we do it? Like, that'd be really cool. And then um, we looked up like if that's already a thing, which it was, sadly. So we're like, okay, well, you know, let's come up with something else. And I had been trying to do this badass chicas movement type of thing for a while mm-hmm. with my own art. I would um, draw my friends and people I looked up to and, you know, people that I consider badass chicas. And I wanted to make an entire zine um, filled with these these amazing women. And I just never got around to it. And I just kept putting it off. And it just didn't seem right. Like, I did photo shoots with some 
some of them, never got around to drawing them, and uh-huh. I just never, like, I would keep redrawing the cover, and it just never got brought into existence, and, um, like, I had, like, merch for it and everything, like, before I had even started the, the zine or anything like that. Uh-huh. I only have, like, maybe two drawings right now, uh-huh. um, so... Like, I only did two drawings out of, I think I was supposed to be 20 women. And I wanted to do multiple, you know, volumes and stuff. And it just never happened. And um, I think you mentioned, like, why don't you just call it Badass Chicas? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I already had that. I already had merch for it. I already had stuff to back it up. It just didn't fit the whole zine thing that I was trying to do. Uh And I was like, yeah, fuck it. You know, you could just talk to, you know, a bunch of Badass Chicas on there. It'd be cool, you know, or, you know whatever we want to talk about it could be our cheese man it could be you know cheese man with badass chicas so it's pretty much girl talk like ladies. it's basically girl talk mm-hmm. but it started off with basically girl talk that's mostly what season one was about mm-hmm. going into season two i yeah. wanted to focus more on actual badass chicas people that inspired me which was the whole reason i started badass chicas to begin with so i think um i mean season two is filled with a lot more guest it's basically all guests all season um compared to the first season which was kind of us trying to figure out how we wanted to trying to see where you're at with the flow and everything yeah yeah Yeah. and Uh um we kind of we started off with the whole cheese thing and then i had invited a few of my close friends to be on it and it was just a lot more fun with different guests and um I started networking and meeting more people and being inspired by more people. And I think it's better to go off that way and to go in that direction with giving more exposure to to women because we are very underappreciated, I, I feel, especially in the media and podcasts and as artists and musicians and, you know, everything. So I don't um, limit what kind of chicas i'm talking to mm-hmm. so i want to keep it you know well-rounded and um alex was really cool to want to do it with me too she's very shy she didn't want to talk on the <laughs> on the mic or anything like that like <laughs> um but she's really warming up this second season which i i think is pretty cool that's i mean that's awesome like uh you know you guys are getting season one you go back you correct your mistakes and everything and then you get ready for season two this is what we're going to do with it. Yeah. Everything's all coming together and stuff. And, you know, because uh, you, your podcast, and uh, I listened to another uh, woman's podcast, Kate Quigley, mm-hmm. from Dates Failed. Um, that's a pretty, pretty big podcast. And um, I, when I, I don't know if you can want to go back, I posted uh, your baddest chicas on my Instagram and she liked it. So, oh. I mean, whatever I can do, um, it's just something interesting. And I like the flow of it and, and I just, when I feel in my heart, it's like, okay, I like this podcast, you know, it's like, it's just something very special. And, uh, you know, like, I just want to let you know, Megan Matt's going to support you no Thanks. matter what and, and everything. And yeah. it's just, I like where it's going. And um, first time, you know, when um, you did season two with my girl, Cynthia, I was yes. there and I hear, I was behind the scenes. I don't want to say I was want to review and observe and everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, I like the, um the flow of it it was pretty good because i know you like to have it long or short it just depends you know? yeah i think it depends um especially with the people that we bring on mm-hmm. whether they're comfortable or not and you know mm-hmm. whether we get lost in a conversation or not you know i don't want to keep it too strict 
um, too scripted or anything like no, that. No, no, even no, no. though you know structure is is good, um, but especially like in the first season, we threw all that out the window. Like we we didn't have any structure or anything, but um, we wanted just like go with the flow type of thing. Just see how it goes. It's all about connecting with the people that we're interviewing and stuff like no, that. No, it's good. It's like when I started my podcast, I've only been doing podcasts for about four and a half months. And I'm, each episode, it was rough in the first first one through 15 episodes. But once I got the flow and I started going back and writing, correcting everything, it just, yeah. you'll find your rhythm and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just, it you know, you just you just go with the flow. Yeah, we started around the same time. We started Badass Chicas in October of last year. I started mine in September. Yeah, so. Oh, dude. Really close. Dude. Yeah. High yeah. five on that. Yeah. No, that's good. Like, you know, like it's, it's a newbie podcast, you yeah. know. I mean, everyone's all doing podcasts. I mean, I don't know if I want to say this, but do you feel like right, right now radio is dying and podcast is taking over? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Radio yeah. has been dying, to be honest. Yeah. I used to listen to the radio all the time. I know Chapel uh, was never really a big radio listener, mm-hmm. but my mom listens to the radio a lot, and that's, I, I would you know grew up listening to the radio a lot and it's just you don't hear that anymore and or you know everything on the radio is the same thing over and over on every single station you know it just gets boring mm-hmm. and i feel like the people on the radio eventually they're going to start a podcast mm-hmm. i know there was this i think it was kevin and bean from k-rock yeah they had this guy named uh, ralph garman mm-hmm. he, he does podcasts with kevin smith and um, so Ralph Garman, every morning he'll do his, because he's a comedian, he knows how to do impressions and shit. So that they have him for like those segments, right? And one day he went to work at K-Rock and they fired him. And so he'll do that and then the weekends he'll do his um, podcast with Kevin Smith. And then, um, so here he's building a fan base outside of K-Rock. So when they fired him, he was like, fuck it, I'm just going to start a weekly, I mean a daily podcast Monday through Friday. And I'm pretty sure he's making like more money. And he, he did that. it on Patreon, no? He did, yeah, he yeah. did it on Patreon. What's that? So Patreon is... Um, kind of like a, a platform where you can uh, release spe- like specific content for uh, kind of like a different uh, tiers. So if you pay a dollar, you get access to this. Or if you pay five dollars, you get access to this. Plus a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah like you, you know, get gifts like and, you know... Behind the scenes videos, or it depends on um, who has a Patreon and, and stuff. And like it's you, monthly. Yeah, so it'll you, be a monthly thing. If you, so it's like monthly subscribers that are kind of you know um, sponsoring, you know, sponsoring you, you yeah. in a way. That's how people are making money off of that. Yeah. Now on days. the podcast, you know, you got to figure something out. Like to me, like I'm already getting sponsored with uh, California Heights Market Anchor, but I'm this year I'm going to focus on trying to get more podcasts to sponsor you know try to help out and everything but that's that's the main goal trying to get more sponsors you mm-hmm. know but the only thing i don't i always let them know said look if you guys are going to sponsor me i'm over the wall you know i could be here i could be there but sometimes we have sponsors like well just focus on this task mm-hmm. you know but i'm everywhere i'm more I like to be more like a maverick <laughs> I, I like to do what i want yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know that's the beauty of podcasting. Like you can say, and you're not. Yeah, in, true. You can say whatever you want, you and have no one's gonna be like, "Well, you can't say this." Like, well, this is my podcast, like a radio station or something. Yeah, like, like yeah. podcasts. I know they've they've only been around for about like uh, like twelve years or something, but I just recently saw George Lopez is gonna have a podcast. Chicon? Yeah, so the, the Chicon. Podcast. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it said coming soon. Oh wow! Chicon, yeah. So everyone, 
and their mother is going to have a podcast. Yeah, everyone's eventually. jumping on the bandwagon, you know. And you know it's you cool because you could, like, just talk. Do you guys did, like know the history of the podcast, how it started? No. You got to go I back. know. It was, like, because I remember getting an Apple, I mean, an iPod Classic, and I saw the podcast tab on it. Mm-hmm. Like the way, if you go to a podcast like, winky of how it started, it usually it says talk about with Mark Marin, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Smith who did uh, Clerks, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Joe Rogan of course. But there was another person who started it. I think I want to say, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. He, he was a he was a VJ from MTV mm-hmm. or something. I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. He started the whole podcast thing. Carson Daly? Was that him? I don't know. I don't know. It was someone. But I know everyone you just named were the first ones. Were the first ones. But I know they weren't the first ones. The first ones. And they don't know like what a podcast, what to do. And when they used to do podcasts back in the day, they would have go to auditoriums and like, okay, we're going to sit down and watch a show of people just talking. Yeah, that's what Kevin yeah. Smith was doing. We yeah. went to yeah, a we, show we, in we, San Diego. Really? Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Smith? Smith. One of Smith. Kevin Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Jane Silent Bob. He's Funny. Yeah, I like to. Say, uh, I he liked. I didn't I know he did a lot of podcasts, but when I heard him on the Joe Rogan Experience, shout out to Joe Rogan. Uh, he had a good, interesting life on how he started the podcast and everything. Yeah, dude. Did you ever listen to, to Macaulay Culkin's podcast? <laughs> Bunny ears. Oh my god, Chavo's um, obsessed. You fucking love Bunny ears, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> He's smart as fuck, dude. <laughs> he collects micro machines and mannequins. Yeah, he knows like a lot about everything. <laughs> I'm surprised you know that podcast, dude. I love a Macaulay lot of people Culkin. don't know. Like, Macaulay... He's obsessed with Macaulay Culkin. When I found out, you know how I found out? Wait, how did I find out? Oh, you know how I found out? Because he was on Mark Marin. Mark Marin? Yeah, he got on Mark Marin. Because I, I, you know, at work, I couldn't yeah, listen yeah, to the yeah. podcast. So, I like, there was a few months where I was heavy on Mark Marin. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, Mark I Marin? started oh. with Mark Marin. Yeah. We're talking about Mark Marin. Cross I started with Kevin Smith. Cross my fingers. I'm trying to get Paul Rodriguez. I know you told me. You were telling me. He got Paul Rodriguez. He, I, heard, I heard that interview. Some people are like, don't bring him on. Because he's a Trump supporter. Really? Wow. I don't know. But I still love you, Trump. I still love you, Rodriguez. I still love you. But um, yeah, I remember because I have my my moments. Like right now, I'm into this podcast called The Ground Up Show with Matt <laughs> oh, Devell or Develli. Oh, I yeah. love him. But um, it's like inspirational stuff and how to just keep going in your passion. And because like with Kevin Smith, it's all about like movies, comics, funny. I so, like that. Yeah, me we too. We actually saw the, another show. I totally forgot oh, the one in Hollywood. Batman on Batman. Yeah, we went to see him in Hollywood and San Diego. But uh, with Mark Marin, I was like heavy on him and I just remember seeing his new episode, Macaulay Culkin. Oh and I was like, what the fuck? Because I was one of them that thought, you know, drug addict fell off, you know, he was fell off the face of the earth. But then once he heard his story and how he's telling everyone like, I don't know why everybody thinks I'm a drug I was a drug addict. I just went to Paris to live my life. <laughs> like, I was, <laughs> oh I just, God, I, he's really? like, I just have all this money. So I didn't do shit. I just painted and painted, you know, I was just being weird. And you're just wow. like, a lot of, like, I remember telling my, some of my coworkers, like, uh, I just brought up Macaulay Culkin. And right away they're like, oh, the drug addict, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm just like, just listen to the guy. So when he said, yeah. oh, I'm going to have my Bunny Ears podcast. It just well, went from there. When I heard um, when Joe Rogan had Kevin Smith, when Kevin Smith was on mm-hmm. Joe Rogan, he's like, yeah. and Kevin Smith's like, dude, you have Macaulay Culkin. Really? Oh, you have to have him. And he did. And he did. <laughs> and I heard it. It had over like two million hits. Yeah. I'm like, I heard it. And he was like, he lives upstairs and has a, talks about micro machines and mannequins and this, his aged girlfriend. Yeah. It was his girlfriend, Brenda Song. Yeah, yeah. Brenda Song. 
Oh, you're bleeding. Yeah, I'm scratching too hard. That's oh. uh, okay. You're naked. That's that right there. Yeah, Brenda's yeah. song is from uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. She did yeah, a lot yeah. of Disney Channel stuff. Uh-huh. I was like totally obsessed with her. Uh huh. That's it. Yeah, and they're planning to have kids, so that's kind of two child stars mm-hmm. getting married. Is that that, which yeah, one? That's weird. Wait, who's his wife? Um, Brenda's song. The Asian girl. Yeah, she was, really. She's well, like the rich Asian in. She was on that movie. What's that movie what about Facebook? Uh, oh my god! I didn't even talk about oh, the, the social, social network? network. Yes, she was yeah. on it. Oh really? Yeah, I know who she is now. Mm. Yeah, I know. She, she was in a lot of Disney movies. The hottie girl. Yeah. Sorry, Cynthia. <laughs> Sorry, Cynthia. Don't chop my dick off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, dude, podcasts are cool. Yeah, I love it, man. In it's, the future. It's it's that the podcast is just changing the game, you know. Um, when also with with your guys' podcasts, um, you guys go hard on your social medias. We try. <laughs> that's we try. that's hard. Okay, so I try to do that. I try to do it all in one day. I think it's really hard because social media's algorithm is so fucked up that small, you know people like us are it's really hard to break through to get you know some dedicated followers or you know just to reach other people and um, we just get buried underneath all of this kardashians and you know like all these other you know cardi b and like all this all these famous people we get all that fake shit you know like we get buried under that and it's really hard for smaller people smaller artists to break through that barrier especially with you know, Instagram's new algorithm. It's just like... Are you guys mostly on Instagram, Facebook, no, Twitter, Instagram. Snapchat? Because yeah. uh, Instagram. Just Facebook. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram's good because Facebook's a little political. Twitter's yeah. a little political. Snapchat's more like, what, like, you want to see my pee-pee and my tits yeah. and shit like that? <laughs> I, I had Snapchat when I was beta. And like... Beta? Yeah, it was like I don't beta have a Snapchat. Snapchat. I'm trying to get... People are telling me, uh, go or just go to... Uh, what's it called? There's another website to go on... Uh, uh, it'll come back to me, but yeah. <laughs> but it was beta, and so like it was like try it out and stuff like that. And I used to do it like with my friend and stuff. Periscope. Periscope. You had Periscope? No. No, I didn't have it. No, I, I know what, what you're talking about. That's though. wasn't Periscope like the first time the live thing happened. Yeah, you talk about it, then you just put it on your social media. And it media. was live, like yeah. I remember Facebook Live didn't even exist, or Instagram Live for sure. Yeah. And I remember uh, I used to throw shows. And my one well, my my friend Peter, shout out Peter. <laughs> he was like, "Dude, we need to get Periscope so we could film the shows as they're going live." Mm-hmm. And then I, like, that kind of blew my mind. I was like, "What do you mean we could go live on mm-hmm. your phone?" Yeah. And then that's when I I don't know if there's still a thing, but then Facebook got Facebook Live, and then now there's Instagram Live. Yeah, but and I, I remember stories too on Facebook now. Well, um, I think yeah, because they're all one. Now. There's stories on YouTube now. Like what? You, yeah, YouTubers can have stories. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I know with the Instagram, like if you put your stories and it'll tell you in the bottom, you want to add it to Facebook, to Facebook. you just click that, boom, right yeah. there. Yeah. So that's, I, I like it. Yeah. Well, didn't Facebook buy Instagram? Well, I think Facebook owns Instagram. That's yeah. Because, you know, but it's just yeah. something that makes it more easier and easier. So it's like, if you guys have a, a podcast or anything, you can just push it out just by, by Instagram, you spread it out to Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just the whole game is just changing, changing. right now. Cause I remember didn't have I remember having not having an Instagram, and then I just had a Facebook. Cause then every Facebook was reliable probably back in like 2015, like when we used to throw shows, people were responding on Facebook. Like, Did you guys have a MySpace? Yeah, actually, that no, was. No, I weird. had a MySpace. I had yeah. a MySpace. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who was your top eight? 
<laughs> I, I know Cynthia was probably one in my in my uh, my top. My best friend Karen from kindergarten. <laughs> okay, let me tell you guys this: when people get butt hurt, if like you guys have a top eight and you move one of your friends yeah. to top yeah. three, that was that was and, tragic. Man. Oh yeah, that ruined relationships. I remember like you know girls. People don't know remember, that shit. I remember going Seriously. like yeah. I remember going on some girl's page and then seeing like oh number three. And you kind of feel a certain way. And then they take you out and you're like, what the? Yeah, like, that was a big yeah, thing. That was a big thing. I would have like top 60. It's like, why is this fucker moving up to 16 to 10 to 4? Like, they get butt hurt. Oh, yeah. I, that's how I found out my sixth grade girlfriend was breaking up with me. Because I wasn't number <laughs> one anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was number one. And then this random dude was number one. And I was number three. And then you're like, like hold up. Oh, <laughs> she had her cousin break up with me. That's like that's like to say like I'm not gonna tell you you're gonna know about my top ten, dude. That's fucked up. You asked that's, a question. Oh, dude. That's good. tragic love story. That's a tragic. That's a fuck. That's a fucked up story. <laughs> we'll make a no, MySpace was cool because like I fucking learned coding before I even knew what the fuck yeah, coding was. Oh, to, to to put the layers of the background. You yeah, your yeah to make you know font bold or different colors or. At the same time, YouTube was coming. My background was all was all fucking Kill Bill. Oh, oh my god! A layer like you click on the copy and paste and yeah. like that. that yeah. There's one thing I like websites to get backgrounds. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I remember oh, that. God. I totally I rem- forgot. I forgot about, about that. that. You will go back because you don't know it was like a like a like a bug. You go click and yeah. you put that paste on it because people will make websites all fucking day. Okay, I see some cool. Like yeah. cool stuff people go all, all crazy you used to be able to put those glittery stickers on your wall mm-hmm. and oh yeah like and you used to, it was like your top eight your comments and this like and music playing on your profile you see people who put post pictures they hear the music in the background yeah what the fuck i want that Dude, shit that yeah. would be tight actually that would help out like a lot my bring MySpace back. It was ahead of its time. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I don't know why. It's just I mean, there's one thing about MySpace. They, they always supported indie music. Well, a lot of like, oh, yeah. kind of get the disco, Fall Out Boy. Yeah. A lot of those bands got big. Taking Back Sunday. AFI got Jeffrey big. Star. Jeffree Star got big on MySpace. Oh, uh, at, at the drive-in. At the drive-in. Remember them? I, I yeah. think at the drive-in was in the 90s, man. Woo! Yeah, they, they, oh, they were big man. like back in the day. Oh man, that's just some good fucking music. But at the drive yeah. was good. We saw them with System of a Down recently. Uh huh. Really? Mm-hmm. Since last year? Last year. They got back together? Oh wow. Yeah. Well, they know, yeah, they've been. They made a new album. It's okay. I saw uh, last year, I saw Faith No More. Really? Uh, they were playing at. It's in LA. What's that? The, the Will Turn Theater. Mm. Nice. And I saw She Wants Revenge. I yeah, love we She saw, Wants Revenge. We, we saw She like Wants Revenge. Yeah, we saw them. When they came back, like when it was a big deal, they played their their first album. All mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Let's get to music because we're talking about good yeah. fucking music. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the podcast Dognor. Dognor? Yeah. Dognor podcast? Uh huh. All right. Um, Where do we begin? Where do we begin? <laughs> what what made you guys come up with that podcast, Dognor? Okay, well, first, it wasn't a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So I'll, I'll go with the evolution. Because um, I, I know I said it like a few times. We used to throw shows under the name Danger Mob. Mm hmm. And um, it was in my backyard, you know, where Cynthia lives. Mm-hmm. So in the backyard, we started throwing shows. We threw shows like here and there, some places in Long Beach. 
and that was just like too much for me like dealing with bands and yeah i got to a crazy point because there was it started with a small group of people and then people were like oh this is tight like let's help you out but then people started joining for the wrong reasons or like later on they just didn't want to put the work in you know mm-hmm. and they don't people don't understand how th- how much work goes into throwing a show mm-hmm. and they just think it's all fun and games and they you know yeah. people that were like working with us were still trying to party and would get drunk yeah. and not take care of their their job that they were doing and like you know people had to take care of the front and make sure people were paying and getting in and you know we were doing like the 21 and over wristband type of thing yeah like it just just got too like ridiculous and then um, we were like trying to hire like security guards yeah it was just really yeah Yeah, it it got so crazy at the backyard no our cynthia's house no no not there was a security guard that came with the band one time and really helped us out though oh Oh, yeah that was yeah Yeah, that, that was the craziest show yeah that was that show like 200 people came in that little ass backyard. No, there was like, no three, fucking there was like 300. Yeah, dude. There's pictures. Two, two to 300 you. people. Yeah. But what was cool, and we didn't advertise it like this because I didn't want what to. What about the cops? Did they ever break it yeah, up? The cops, oh, yeah. The cops came, but <laughs> what was cool about that show is that it's just, it's funny how like the universe helps you out sometimes because around that time, um, mine and Cynthia's grandpa passed away. So I remember um, it was just devastating and we were like, well, do we cancel it or we don't? And then in, inside of Danger Mob, that money, we were supposed to invest it back. But I was like, hey, you know, do you guys mind if whatever we make, if we could use it for, you know, f- the funeral and all oh, that? Shit. But yeah. we didn't advertise it. We didn't say, this is for, you It was know. only for the people that um, were working with us. Yeah. Like the people that were taking care of the door and um, the food and drinks and stuff Yeah, because like every time we planned, we were like, okay, um, we're going to... S- Sell two. We're gonna charge two dollars to come in, and if we make this much, we can get new speakers. We can yeah. get another microphone. So we always talked about what what's gonna happen with the money. But at this time, I remember sitting down everyone and saying, "Do you guys mind if I just take it off, and so we could use it?" And we, we didn't advertise it, but I guess we picked the the right bands that time. Yeah. And we made enough. We made we made like four hundred bucks, and that really helped out. Yeah. You know, so that was like the peak of everything, and then after that, everything went downhill. <laughs> I know. Because more people got involved. Because after that show, people were like, oh, shit, this is something. And then people from the outside were like, oh, let me, let me, let try me help to put it my better. Hands on and this and, that. and I was 19. I was 19 at the time. So you tell me that I'm doing a good job, I'll listen to you. And I'll do everything you want me to do. And that's where I fucked up. Yeah, and I, and I had a, you were the yes man. I was the yes man, and then I, you know, you tell me, hey, we got to do a photo shoot with models and blah blah blah, and I was like, well, maybe it could work, and you know, <laughs> I was there from yeah. beginning to models. Models, he no, wanted, we dude, did, yeah, okay, he wanted, so we worked this with guy this guy. Do models and we worked <sighs> with this guy who um, said like he, you know, was hot shit, and he sponsored by Red Bull, and sponsored by Red Bull, used to do this shit back in Mexico, type of thing, and he was like really cool. He talked a lot of. You know, he knew how to talk, shit. man. We should have been like, knew. let me Google this shit. Yeah, I know. I should, we should, dude. we should have so d- done that. I don't know. It's, we were, you just got caught in the moment. Yeah, we got caught in the moment, and um, we were excited to do more with it because we, I, I really like doing this kind of stuff. I like organizing events and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So um, I was totally down to do it because I know he gets stressed out a lot and overwhelmed. So I'm there to kind of like take the other mm-hmm. half, you know, and help him out. And so I was like, don't worry about anything. Like. I'll deal with him and I'll work with him or whatever. Uh-huh. So he was like, yeah, we got to get girls and this and that. And I'm like a big feminist. So I was like, okay, hold on. Like, I don't want no like naked girls and, you know, 
and plus that, like that. that like we were sponsored we were like trying to show the indie scene and, yeah like and we the were, DIY. was big this guy was trying to show like the bar scene and yeah, like the clubs, the clubs. Oh, he was dead. like, "Oh, on the flyers, we need models, we need modelos, we need this." And yeah. I was like, "Dude, like, we're all about, we're about skulls and, and you know, and art." Yeah, because like, I used to make all the flyers. I used to hand draw all the flyers. You know, hand one by one. Yeah, well, Whoa, we, no. I'd do it and then we'd print them. Or oh, I was going to say one by no, one. I would no, give you no, a second high five. For <laughs> I drew all the flyers from the beginning. Yeah. I did the first flyer for the show. We did 19 shows and she probably did, there was probably maybe four or five she didn't do. Yeah, so I basically did all of, all the hand-drawn ones were done by me. And so this guy's over here coming to me saying that he wants women and beer on the cover, on the flyers. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to do that. Uh And even that doesn't represent us. It doesn't represent us. We're all about the music and artists and bringing people together. And that's just kind of like bringing the wrong crowd. That's just bar scene, you know, like going to Taco Beach because we did a show at Taco Beach. Over there on 2nd Street? No, on um, Pine. Oh, yeah, Pine. Oh, that one? Yeah, dude. Oh, man. There's so many fights there. The first one, it was decent enough for him to be like oh shit you know and that's when everything came about the models and yeah and so he wanted to do a photo shoot and i you know i kind of take pictures too so i was like all right i'm down to help like i know a few people i have friends that would be willing to you know do it for me and um he was just being so shady he was drinking on set he was smoking on set he started trying to hit on my best friend saying that he wants like new models and stuff and i was like okay no you're being creepy as fuck like i'm here to make sure that you're not treating anyone bad like i'm gonna step in like i'm not gonna let you get all that blurry ass pictures blurry ass pictures i had to edit so many and we couldn't really use a lot how many pictures you took he took took he took a good amount but he took forever to get them to me and i was like dude i take pictures i know how long it takes and stuff like that like he overexposed them he, you know, the contrast was too high. Well, the deal was, take them, we'll edit them. Yeah, that was the deal. And we... And he threw his fucking logo on. Dude, it was... It was disaster. I, I promise we'll get to the dog nor part, because this is all about it. I but anyways, it. After, all, it. after all that this shit... This is what fueled it, okay? Yeah, after all that, that's when I was like... And then even people between us and there was probably like four other people involved uh-huh. in, in Danger Mob and then my family too like Carlos and um, Cynthia and my other cousins they oh, were yeah, a big part of it was always helping out but, but they were never in the like the logistics part they were just really supporters you know yeah so all like my, my family supported it even my mom and dad my mom made drinks my dad cooked the food in yeah. the backyard, dude. It was like, all like family business type of It was of family thing. business. But then, shout out, shout out uh, to his dad, too. Yeah. Yes. yeah my dad and mom. I see. You know why I kind of like it? Because he wore that Coors flannel shirt. Because he works like was it? Oh, yeah. yeah he's a, a, I love that Coors light. I don't give a fuck about that, but I'll fucking drink that shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I just remember like we did a Halloween show and it was me. No, because that's when you... Because we didn't live together. But it was me, my mom and dad at Denny's like at 2 in the morning. Like just drained. And I was just like, this is pretty dope. Like, when you're working with your parents and you guys are just, like, drained. It's all love. Yeah, Yeah, hungry. You're like, man. And then, uh, but through all that and then, like, even, like, on this side, you know, not the family side, but the other side where the people that were involved, some people thought that they were the, like, the leaders. Like, there was no leader. The backbone. Yeah, nobody, we never said, this person's the leader. But it always fell back to me and I never asked for it. 
all the same. It never has to be like the leader or whatever. It's all like a team. It was, a, yeah, but. That's what it was supposed to be. <laughs> and, then, and then two people started fighting in, bet- in, in between each other. And then one person would call me like, hey, this person's saying this. And then the person oh that God, he's talking about called about me. That. And I was oh like, all right, God. am I you guys' parents? Like, why are you guys? Instigate. Yeah, I was just like, why are you calling me that this person said this? And after that, dude, done. It was done. So that was November of 2016. Uh-huh. That's when I said, we're done. Like, I'm not doing this shit anymore. Fast forward to summer of 2017. I had this idea. I was like, do I want to go back to the shows? No, <laughs> I don't want to do shows. It's been like almost three years, so no, I don't want to do shows anymore. But I do want to be involved in local music. Mm-hmm. How do I do that? Well, I always wanted to do a record label. So let me start there. I've been recording bands for a while. I could offer them like, hey, I'll record you guys. And then I'll help you guys promote. Because I kind of like doing it. I'm not like, I don't have any followers or I don't have any juice or anything. But I'm just interested in trying to build something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I could do that. All right, it'll be a label. Um, but you know what? What am I gonna call it? Like, Danger Mob was just a name that has been around since like 2008. Mm-hmm. That was, I know er- earlier before the podcast, I was telling you about like me and my friends. We used to just run around, mm-hmm. but we made a crew, mm-hmm. and the crew name was Danger Mob. Danger Mob, and it was me and like three other guys in that crew. We made a band. Eventually, we called it Danger Mob. Then the band broke up. I started doing shows. I brought back the name. So that name, Danger Mob, always came back. I don't want to bring it back anymore. That name was long gone. So I was like, I need a new name. What am I going to call it? Um, in 2014, our pit bull passed away. Yeah, we had a pit bull. And Is that the one that got ran over? Huh? got ran over. Yeah. I heard about the story. Yeah, dude. It was sad. Yeah, it was sad. I it's such it was a like, beautiful dog. Dude. I heard it. It was took and ran, it got ran over in the street right there. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I heard about it. You know what what's the mess part it. was? Like, what the mess part was that our, my youngest cousin, Andrew, saw it. And he's, you know, that sucks, man. Fucking Andrew. Yeah, he saw it, and and he was younger back then, you know. So I think he was like thirteen. Yeah. Fourteen, twelve. Forgot how. Yeah, he was like around. The, he was twelve. But um, for me, that was the first time I ever experienced death, like losing something. So it was hard. And then um, I always wanted to like immortalize um, Demo. That's what we call them. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's see. He was a pit bull, so the logo is going to be a pit bull. Uh, don't want to call it Black Dog because he was a black dog. Because that's a Led Zeppelin song. So, so I, did, you, did you tell me that you wanted the dog to be the logo before we came up with the name? No, it was after. It was after? Yeah, because okay. I was like, okay, I'm not going to call it Black Dog because that's a Led Zeppelin song. So let's see. I like French. Black and French is noir. Noir dog? That sounds like Nardwar, the human serviette. So it's not... <laughs> and then I told you, I was like, yeah. help me out here. And you were like, well, what about dog noir? <laughs> and then he was, you just see like a light bulb like flicker on. And I was like, what the fuck? All right, and this is where the story gets jumpy again. Because me and Anna are like super ambitious. Or mm-hmm. Kiki Love. We are... Um, <laughs> Kiki Love. <laughs> we're, we're super Hi. ambitious. So we got... Finally, we had an idea. Fresh. Nobody was involved, just me and her. Yeah. Dog nor baby. Like, Our this baby. is a little yeah. baby. What is this going to be? And then we just fucking fucked it up. Fucked it up. <laughs> right off the bat. Like, we were just like, oh, we got we're it. Like, oh my God, we have this idea. We want to, let's attach this, 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 that. So we were like, it's going to be a record label. It's going to be a, a zine publishing company. We're going to make a podcast it's, it's gonna network. Be a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be a podcast network. 
It's um, we're it's gonna, gonna get our brand. we're gonna, gonna get gonna our be... homies from this side and bring them along so they can do YouTube videos. Now we had and we fucked up again. We got all these people involved, and then it got too much. So I started cutting out everything. The homies that came to do the YouTube videos, I said sorry, bros, and sis. You know, it's just too much to run it. So, so it's only you two guys. It's yeah. Only, now it is. Okay. But um, it used to be more people. Yeah, because we had a lot of stuff, and then you know, like I had um, Catskill Publishing, yeah. which was under under Dog Noir as well, and it just kind of became this thing. Like, what is Dog Noir? It became um, like Catskill, especially became kind of like the third person. Like, we could cut that third person out. We don't need that. It could just be you know through me, through Kiki Love, you know. Or through Dog Noirs, you know, specifically. And then we also had the, the Tecolote Podcasting Well, network. first there was the DNB, the Dog Noir Broadcasting Network. And then <laughs> I didn't want to use Dog Noir and Dog Noir, like in so many names. Because there was Dog Noir Records, Dog Noir Broadcasting. There was just too much. I just got too excited. So yeah. I was like, we're changing the Dog Noir Broadcasting Network to Tecolote Podcasting network yeah. because everything under you guys, you guys changed that, huh? We changed yeah. it, but now it's yeah. we cut it out. Yeah, but we cut it out because our, our whole crazy. thing about Dog Noir was Dog Noir is going to be this entertainment empire and everything yeah. under it. It's, we're going to be we're focusing on art, video, music, but everything under it needed to have a animal name. So that's so there's Catskull, there's Badwater, which is um uh, you know like it's Spanish for jellyfish. Right? Aguas malas. Aguas malas. It's a jellyfish, but then now they're on their own. And um, what's it called? Then there was the tecolote, because tecolote is an owl. So we just got like super excited. We were like, yeah. let's name all these by animals. But then uh, we started cutting things out. And then the record label, that was the last thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, the, the podcast network was the, the last thing. The podcast network was the last thing. That we were like... And then we had another podcast involved, and we were just like, hey, guys, like... Because Badass Chicas was under uh, the Tecolote podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, and it's just kind of like because I couldn't find it on iTunes. I yeah, and it, it made it, it made it, it hard. made it confusing. And yeah, kind of helped like see that. I had like, like oh. yeah, you and then uh, who asked somebody because else? Because to asked us, me. like we're like, oh, okay, everything's under us. You know, we get it. But to someone else that doesn't know like what we're trying to do behind the scenes, did they didn't make sense? When I tried to find Badass Chicas, I couldn't find iTunes. I had to go to Tecolotes. Mm-hmm. Never exactly. Then put bad shakers on it and it came up on us. I was like, whoa, that's just yeah. too much. That's too much. It's too, too much. much. And then also it wouldn't come out in order because there was three podcasts supposedly un- supposed to be under it. So it would be out- it would be whatever po- whatever um, podcast posted next. So had, it wasn't in order. I had that with some people from uh, DME. Like, I can't find that, that podcast bad as Chicas. So I had, I had to correct them step by step because like maybe they're first time podcasters. So this is what you do. It's like, do what, what kind of phone do you have? If you Android, iPhone, it's like, oh, yeah. I have an iPhone. Could click on podcast, click on that, go to search, find this picture. They're, they're not putting it together. You got maybe have to do a separate or bad chicas, whatever. Mm-hmm. Click on that, then you see, and they have to, and they go search and see. Maybe there's other Badass Chicas podcasts. There's a whole bunch of them. I don't know. And they will find this is the one. Click on that. Subscribe to it. Bam. You're right there. Yeah. See, that's too much. too much. That's way too but much. But by the time you're already like subscribed, you didn't even want to listen to it. Yeah. Well, when I thought you find an episode. When I did the, uh, the, when I put the Mega Man's pocket, I would make sure. It's like, oh, there's some guy who has Double Dragon video games and shit. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, I'm good. You know, like whatsoever. So it's like, okay, like it pops out. It's like, how am I going to make my podcast pops out? So that's why I did the picture of the Duff Man from mm-hmm. The Simpsons. The Simpsons, yeah. Yeah, like that stands out, you know, and all of that. And um, whatever I can with other uh, podcasts where 
Felipe Esparza, Martin Moreno, Alfa Robles, Martin, you know, Martin Rizzo, or you know, George Perez, and shout out to those guys. They they help my podcast grow and try to build the audience and more I can. This is the hard part. When they follow you, they're gonna say, "Hey, when's the next? When's the next episode? What are you gonna talk about?" It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it was like with you guys are you guys are perfect because you guys are small and you guys are growing. To me, my thing is like small. But I have a bigger audience. It's like, oh fuck, what am I gonna talk about? Mm-hmm. Who am I gonna have on? You know, it's it's it's, it's, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's it, but I'm used to it. But that's why when I do overnights, I come up with good segments. Okay, we're gonna talk about this. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing solos and everything, like when I finished up Making Man's Life, they're like, okay, you're done with that. What do you, who do you have on? So that's why in 2019. I was saying everything. Um, I did a live on 2018. I was like, okay, I'm going to blow up the podcast. I'm going to, whatever I have. And when I did this year, I'm going to get guesses. Like, I handpick them. It's not like because if people say, oh, hey, hey, Mega Man, I want to do your podcast. It's me telling you, hey, I want to do your po- I want I want you to be on my podcast because I see, I see potential in people. Like, I like how your stuff is going. So if I if I say hey like hey I like your guys' baddest chicas and dog noise podcast I see something so that's that's a super good thing and there's people be like well but other podcasters I'm sorry to say but they'll be like well how come you don't tag my store my podcast if I'm not really feeling it, I'm not gonna post it on my stories but yeah. but there's other podcasters I will so some people get butt hurt. You know, I listen to a podcast, some good or some not, you know, but like if I post yours, it's like I see potential, you know, I see yours, you know, like I like how you guys have a right mind of dog nor badass chicas, you know, and I, to me, I'm always going to be that person because from time to time, Cynthia does help me, you know, but not all the time that much. So I'm doing like how you are being the producer, mm-hmm. social media, talking, getting the guests, um, Instagram, everything. I'm doing like a hundred things at once, and I'm trying to push whatever I can out, but also come up with good stories and good segments. And to me, I don't look at my numbers anymore. Like I used to be like, okay, I got over four hundred. I don't look at that. Yeah. Because if you look at that, that means it's like you you're in it for the money. Or you're in it for yeah. the numbers. I can't. As long as you, if you put good content and good segments out, and the people love it, and you get the deals like, hey, Mega Man, I like uh, Kiki Love and and Chipitos, You know, like the episodes, badass. They're gonna follow you guys. So as long as I do that, it's fucking good. That's it. Yeah, I think it's really important. Um, we just uh, went to go see someone that uh, mm. we really look up to, and. One of his um, key advice was don't think about the end result. Um, more, It's more important, um, like, the journey there. Like, if you enjoy the journey there, then you're doing it for the right reasons. But if you're just thinking about the end result and, oh, how much money I'm going to make or how how famous this is going to make me, like, it's, you're just going to always be disappointed, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Yeah. John Joseph, PMA. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, then, guys, we're going to take a break right now. We're going to be back on. We're going to take a little beer and pizza uh, break right now. We'll, we'll be back. All right, we're back on right now. We took a little break, a little beer break, a little pizza break. So, uh, okay, now we're on. So, uh, 
we're gonna talk about how you guys met. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I guess me. Okay. How'd you no, guys... I think I'll go first. You go first. Okay. How'd you guys meet? Okay. We got time too. <laughs> you know? I I had seen. Okay. Ooh. Oh, it's like, it's like <laughs> she went like I have seen him. Okay, I had seen him um, when I was going out with his friend. Oh. Oh. So he used to hang out with this guy, and um, I was going out with him. And he didn't go to the school yet. So this was in high school. I was going out with this guy in ninth grade. And I had passed by his house. And he was outside with like a bunch of his friends. And one of his friends was this guy with super long curly hair. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, saying hi to my boyfriend. And then I see this guy in the back with curly hair. And I was like, ooh, who's that? You know? me. And it was Chapel. Later on, I find out it's Chapel, you know. So I asked um, one of my other friends, like, because he was hanging out with them too. I was like, hey, who's that guy with long curly hair? And he's like, oh, that's Chapel. He's really cool. And by the way, I seen the fucking prom picture of you, Pope. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Hey, long motherfucking hair. No, no, it was, it was longer than that. How long? Like right here? Yeah. Like right no. We got to pull out a picture. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, the people that can't see, it was like. <laughs> it, was, it was basically by my almost, ribs. almost hip length. Yeah, nah, come down. Almost hip length, nah. yeah. It was long. I'm, I'm gonna bring out a picture. Oh shit! But, um, it wasn't hip length. But it was so long. I was like, oh, who, da- who that? You know? And he's like, oh, that's Chapel. He's really cool, super funny. He's gonna come next year. And I was like, oh, he's younger. Okay, you know. <laughs> so like, me and um, this the guy that I was with, his friend, like, didn't work out. You know, whatever. Um, so next year he comes, and I don't think we like talked no, or anything like that until the uh, year after. Yeah. So a whole year went by and I kind of totally forgot, you know. I had only seen a glimpse of this guy, you know. A glimpse like a little aura with little a stars little, around little. it. <laughs> okay, to be honest, I never like, I knew who she was because my friend went out with her or whatever. And you guys went to the same high school? Same Lakewood, high school. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 high school. So she, yeah, gotcha, I was, okay. yeah. Okay. And then, um, so I knew who she was, but like, you know, we never talked or whatever. And then it was just, I'm telling you, man, it's funny how, like, the universe works. Were you so, guys, like, sophomores, seniors? Uh, I was a sophomore. When we met, I was a sophomore. She was a junior. Oh. Yeah. So what happened was. So, yeah, so you did good because she's a little older than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what happened, um, in ninth grade, you know, the counselor was telling me, like, what classes do you want? And then I was like. I took that picture, by the way. Oh, yeah. Is that him? Yes. No fucking way. That's him. Keep I took that showing picture. No picture to that's see. That's not him. Yes. That's, I know that. That's when I was like. Would you get a suntan? Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, he used to be outside all the time skating and stuff. So he got. He was super dark. No way. That's him. And I. People, this picture. guy does not look like. That looks like yeah. that guy some some guitar from Metallica. That was my first show too. What, was it, that Alspar? No, it was a Piazza's. I took this picture. No, I was sixteen too. at that time. Oh, that was our math class. I'll get to that math class right Damn. now. So that's how I looked. Yeah, when, when she met me. So in ninth grade, Damn. in ninth grade, um, so my counselor was like. Oh, you need to choose a... <laughs> With that peach fuzz bush. I, I yeah. loved it. So, no! so she was like, oh, you need to choose a class, an elective. What do you want? Uh-huh. Uh, I've been playing guitar since seventh grade. So I was like, oh, I want a guitar class. And then um, that's when I cut my hair right there. <laughs> What's up with the short hair? <laughs> oh, I always had short hair. This really? is the first time I've had my hair long. Oh, since yeah. like high No, middle school. When the park pitch, you got short hair. Yeah. yeah. I was like. So then, um, so I, I was supposed to have mm-hmm. guitar fifth period, right? Uh huh. And then I remember, so 10th grade happened. 
I didn't have guitar class on my schedule. So for like the first two weeks, I left home early because I was missing a six period because we only had six periods. And then um, I finally, so they were like, hey, fifth period guitar class is full. You can't do it. So we're going to put you in fourth period. And all my homies were in fifth period. So I was like, fuck. All right, I guess. So they switched my classes around. So from third period algebra, they moved me to sixth period algebra. So and who, guess who was in who was sixth in period class? algebra? <laughs> so it's funny how like things work out. You know? <laughs> and then so that's when we met. And then um, we started talking. But that whole oh, so year... So I was actually sitting right in the front of that class. And so when he walked in, I was like, oh my God, that was that hottie that I saw like back then or whatever. But he totally just passed me, walked all the way to the back, got a seat in the back of the classroom. And I was just like, oh my God, we're in the same class. And like a few days later or the, the week after, the teacher's like, okay, we're going to do a signed seating. And we oh, shit. Here we, we go. To sit exactly next to each other. It was like meant to be. <laughs> and like he still didn't really know who i was or didn't notice me and i was kind of like you know those dumbass little oh what's today's date and do you have a pencil can i buy a paper <laughs> like those like just anything to talk to him type of thing and then i think i did like the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, what you <laughs> so do? i you know i draw or whatever and I like drawing people, so he was sitting next to me, and I would like see him every day in class. So I drew a picture of him sitting down in his desk. Stalker. And I, I, and I totally, I totally was. I think I was like, oh, I hope this isn't weird or anything, but I drew you. Here you go. Like, <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? You know what's funny? So like that same day, my mom picked me up, and then I was like, oh look, this girl drew me. And then my And then my mom was like, Oh, she likes you. And I was like, No, she has a boyfriend. Blah blah blah. Oh, because I had a boyfriend at the time. We heard about that. Which <laughs> which is also uh, supposedly his friend, but they weren't friends, but yeah. he just no, yeah. We weren't friends. Hater. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and so my and I was like, nah. And then you know who later on, you know, that picture that Anna showed you right now. Mm-hmm. Um, when we playing she went to that show and after that show I was trying to say goodbye to her and she gave me like a weird hug but that's when all how the- was that hug was it, it, was it, was it like a little friend hug no it was, it was like, uh, uh, like it was a booby hug but <laughs> Cynthia but Cynthia noticed Here, you know the hug you know the hug so Cynthia noticed that you know she was like acting weird and then Cynthia was like, who's that? You know, what she, the fuck? I wasn't acting weird. No, wasn't acting weird. But, <laughs> he shared his, his Dr. Pepper with me, no, but, okay? But, but Cynthia <laughs> caught it, too. She was like, who's that? She likes you, huh? And then, my, you know, at that time, I thought they were together. And so I was like, oh, she oh, has a boyfriend. I was, I, I was, like, on a break with my boyfriend at that time. Mm-hmm. And this was during the summer. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to go see his show with my friend. And that's when I took that picture that I showed you. And, um... You know, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I, I really think I like this guy. Like, it's cool, you know. And then I gave him that hug, you know, whatever. Was it like a hug? Like, oh, it was like, mm. no, it was like a, oh. Yeah, it was like a tight hold hug. Like, I didn't How like many go. minutes? It was not a minute, but it was like a long hug. It was like 45 a, seconds. It was, it was like long enough hug. for me to, like, think about it after and be like, that like wasn't that, a, that wasn't because was like a side hug. Like, I mean, if you do a hug, no homo. It's like five seconds or ten. But if it's like something like fifty seconds, like that's something. It was like, it oh, was don't like, leave me. Look who's blushing. 
But then, you know, that same summer, so this is what, 2011? Uh-huh. Um, randomly, she still, oh, she, she thinks. It was funny. Um, so I get a text message and it's No, her. before that, oh. though, like, um, so we were sharing, like, Dr. Pepper and I, I was like, um, after that, I had gotten sick and I was like, oh, you got me sick. It's all your fault and stuff like that. Like, I remember, Because like, I was sick at that time. <laughs> I remember texting him afterwards and, like, you know, I just kept texting him during the summer. Like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't even know how she got my number. Like supposedly she forgot. I don't, see, I seriously don't remember how I got his number. Well, how did you Someone, get his number? I don't know. Like one of our mutual friends probably gave it to me. I seriously I don't know. But my cousin let me use her phone, and I remember where I was at. I was at Target with my cousin. She was buying like school supplies or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was during the summer. Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, I like you." Oh yeah. Over text, so I texted. So she told him. me first. Why can you guys call on the phone and tell him that instead of texting? Because we just, I don't know. See, why are we texting? We just said like, yeah, I look fucking lucky. Because we're in high school. New we're lame. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no phone talking. So yeah, and she tells me and then, you know, that whole summer I was thinking about it too because of the hug and then us texting. And I was like, oh, I think I do like you too. <laughs> what? So it was like, uh, we know we like each other, but it was like for a whole year because we went back to school. And then, when you guys said you got to like each other, when you went to the classroom, like, was it a little awkward? No, it was we just didn't after have class. That. It we was didn't have, after. It was after that. After that whole year of having class together, getting to know each other, and the summer going to his show, like all that happened, and we didn't do anything. Like we just no. hung out, you know. And so when we came back to school, she was a, she became a senior, and I became a junior. And I was still kind of like hey, on and okay, off. Hey, it's okay, babe. High five for you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> She's a senior. <laughs> I was on and off with this guy. And he actually, I told him straight up, like, I think I told him the year before, too. I was like, hey, I really like this guy. I'm sorry. Like, you're, you know. Straight up. Straight up. I'm just being honest with you. Like, you, I do like this guy. You saw him, you, when you were with him, you saw him, it wasn't going nowhere. Yeah. Okay. And um, he he just kept fucking up, and like he cheated on me multiple times, mm. and he just didn't treat me right. So like I was looking, you know, who this was, guy treated me right, you know. Was it you or was it your sister? Someone who had like okay walk and he had hickeys on his neck. That was me. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he would show up with hickeys on his neck with oh, hey, different, what's up? different clothes and like girls wearing his sweaters and stuff like that. And you know, I was I was dumb and you know stupid and tried to avoid it and you know whatever. But at the same time, like, towards the end of our relationship, it was, like, on and off for three years, three, four years. Mm-hmm. Um, I had already been treated better with, with Chapel. So, like, I was like, hey, I'm straight up. Like, I like this guy. And he got really upset because he had anger issues. So he, <laughs> yeah. like, blew up on Chapel. Oh, that's how I found out. Okay, so there's a fight. No, we ain't going to fight. Okay. But this guy... <laughs> Technically, he's like was my best a lover, friend. not a fighter. <laughs> so, so her ex boyfriend was technically my best friend. That's what he used to always say or whatever. But he would just come over so I could put music in his iPod and because uh-huh. he was a guitar player and I'm a guitar player, so he he was like, oh, let's play guitar. <laughs> and then um, so we were, you know, whatever we were friends. But then before she told me she liked me, I got like this fat all caps text. <laughs> oh yeah, from fat cat from, from her boyfriend. Oh, that's how I told you I liked okay, you. Okay, so okay, so she, so this text was like, oh, tell me the fucking truth. Do you like her? Blah blah blah. And then like I didn't know shit. How did he find out? I no, because I told him. That's oh, oh, okay. I, was like, hey, I like this guy. He got crazy. Went off on. So, but it was weird because I didn't tell anybody that I did like her. 
Because it was before. How did he find out? It was before I told Chapel that I liked him, so he basically ratted me out. Yeah, because oh, I guess she told him. Oh, we're my popcorn, dude. I know, I know. Because <laughs> I told this guy, I was like, "Hey, I like this guy," and he was like, "Oh, fuck no, I'm gonna say something." So he tells Chapel like, "What the fuck? Like, tell me the truth. Do you like her or not? Like, this and that." And Chapel's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I know. About? I was like, "What?" He like didn't even come to the conclusion. Like, "Oh yeah, I do like her yet." So he was just like, "But why was, are you? It, it, you you put the foundation?" Yeah, I was like, "What the hell?" And then like whatever. And I guess the next day, um, she. She was That's texting when I me. text him. Yeah, oh, she was man. texting me. And then she was like, oh, have you seen him lately? Because sometimes we'll hang out, but not really. But I remember I was skating and I ran into him. So I was telling her that. Because she was like, oh, have you seen him lately? And I was like, oh, we, I was skating and I saw him, whatever. And then and then I was like, oh, but it was weird. Like, he sent me this text about that I liked you. And it was like, I was like, what the hell? And then she was like, oh, I know why she um, he sent you that text. And I was like, why? And she was like, because I do like you. And no, I was like... No, I said because I told him I like you. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm like, what? Like, as a friend? This dumbass, like, still being oblivious to it. And then she was like, no, I like like you. And, like, and then that's when I, I was like, 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 oh, I guess I like you too. Because I, I, you know, I guess. <laughs> no, I, not I guess. But I was like, I guess, like, those feelings were true. Because I was, like, thinking about it. And I was like, shit, you know, like, it's kind of wrong because I know she has a boyfriend, but like he was trying not to like me because I was I had yeah because yeah, I was a bit more respectful yeah. yeah yeah and then when he kind of saw that I wasn't really giving a fuck you know like I was more interested in him than you know the guy that I was with yeah. I guess that's when he was like okay <laughs> fuck it yeah, but like, everything happens for a reason you yeah know? but we didn't yeah. get together until like a whole year later yeah a year and some months later. Yeah, so it, was, so it was still like after that we knew we liked each other for a whole year. We'd kind of be a little flirty, yeah. but I still had the attachment of my ex boyfriend. We were still kind of on and off while he was seeing someone else. So it was <sighs> yeah, very, you know, traumatizing for me too. Like I didn't know what a healthy relationship was, so it was just really bad. And then I had issues with another one of my best friends because. He was trying to make a move too, and I was like, "No, this is too much for me." Like I, you know, I thought I loved this guy, and then I'm not ready for another relationship. So it took me a whole year to get over this. It's almost like it's like if you were to be single and you, and you jump to be with him, it's almost like the the wounds are still fresh. Though you exactly. want it to be healed up. Yeah, you that's why we think like everything happened for a reason. That's um, that's what I'm going through right now with me and Cynthia. Because even though we we haven't seen each other 13 years, it's good in everything and stuff. I think in a way with us, it's a little traumatizing because knowing the fact like she's two months pregnant, she's a little traumatized if, you know, because what happened with, not going to mention his name, you know who he is. Yeah. And not to mention her name because I know who she is, my ex, it's we don't want to get hurt and it's like well you might be like her or i'm seeing signs of that or i'm seeing signs of him and it it it, it, it it's it's a little traumatizing but it's oh, like yeah. you know we t- i'll be honest i'll put it on blast you know we had a little argument and uh, it's we have to build that relationship because look i'm not this i'm not that like even though that she's going through her boot swings we we go at it you know because like look like 
I don't want to go out with you and this because I know she's going through mood swings. But in a way, you know, like, Cynthia, I fucking love you. But, you know, like, hey, I don't want to argue. Like, I just, I feel whatever happened with her, her man, it, it, it traumatized her. Yeah. And even though with my ex, it traumatized me. And, and I know she hates it. But like, well, why are you still bringing up her name? Well, why are you still bringing up his name? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's something it's hard it's hard it's really hard because after i had that whole you know traumatic experience with my ex-boyfriend and then my best friend trying to make a move on me knowing that i wasn't in the right headspace for that you know i i like questioned are people the people that are close to me like why are they close to me why do they want to be my friend like i thought this whole time he was really like a cool best friend of mine but then after that he kind of shunned me and like we went to prom together me and this this best friend mm-hmm. and he tried to kiss me on the dance floor and i was like dude like don't you know my history with this one guy like why are you gonna try to do that i'm not ready and he got mad and he ditched me at prom oh, wow. so um after that we weren't friends um we couldn't really be friends after that and then i just didn't know who to trust and then i started you know kind of going after anybody that tried to be there for me and i started going out with all these people and I didn't know how to be in a relationship anymore. Let's talk about that right there. Let's talk about relationships, because that's how when you guys both been through relationship problems and stuff. That's where something where I get a lot of listeners who always talks about Mega Man. What would you do in a situation like this? But relationships, you know, because I feel like to me, people when they be with someone, I think they jump into a relationship and it's not the same. Like you know, like yeah. like if you let's say for example, like you like if you went a relationship. And you broke up and you be with someone like in three months or something like that or whatever. Like, how do you move on from that or this? It's like, are you moved on or is it healed up? It all depends on how your previous relationship was. Like my, you know, that traumatic um, relationship. I had went out with this guy that I didn't know. Some kind of random person that had mutual friends with me. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, I saw it as kind of like a clean slate. Like he doesn't really know me. He doesn't know my baggage. He doesn't know my past, anything like that. So I think I saw it as kind of like a break mm-hmm. from pe- people that I usually know. Yeah. Um, so I went out with him and it was, it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we went out for a few months and I just felt really, really bad because. I had all this emotional baggage and I just let it out on him. Yeah. And it wasn't fair to him because he didn't know any of that and I was just here still dragging it along. So I had to break up with him because it wasn't fair. I needed a chance to get over it. I needed a chance to heal. And I had another person that I was really close to and we decided to try it out. But me and him were really good friends and he was very understanding. Um, that we were just trying it out and it didn't work. We're still friends now. And so he was really cool. And then after that, I just didn't really know what to do. And people were kind of coming out of the woodworks like, oh, you're not with that one guy anymore. Like, we should try something. And I just, I, I realized that I just needed time by myself. And I tried to do that, but I just needed to be like, you know what, I need to heal. I need to make sure that I know what I want and because I knew what I didn't want already. Mm-hmm. And when I started going out with Chapo, Chapo was, 
you know, there for me throughout all of that, the whole year that I was trying to get over this guy. He stuck around and there were so many times where he had given up and he was like, fuck it, you are too much, this drama, this baggage is too much, I can't do it. Because I would go to him and be like, oh, I'm with this guy now and it's nice and this and that. So I'd, all the guys that I had been going out with in that year that I was trying to get over this guy, Chepel was hearing all the stories, all the good, all the bad. No, I would it's come okay. to him. You know why? Because you're putting the seed in. Patience and is a virtue. <laughs> <laughs> and he stuck around and he's like, he, he made a move finally. And asked her out in French. He did ask me out in French. And <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot how to say it, but it's like, lying, bro. That was six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he asked me out in French. And to be honest, I didn't want to go out with him. I said yes because he, Why? Was, he was like nice and he, you know, he was there for me and stuff. But I just, I never, like I had seen Chepo in, in that way, but I just didn't think our relationship would last. And I was like that for the first two, three months. I wasn't treating the relationship right. Serious? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first four months I treated the relationship like shit. Like how so? I just didn't care, and you know, it, he was just kind of there. Like, I was just still had all that baggage, and still was being. I was kind of having my guard up and being like a bitch because I didn't want to get hurt after this episode. I didn't want to get hurt, you know, and I didn't want to kind of show that I was weak or to show my vulnerable side or you anything like that. You guys didn't sit down. It's like, look, man, this is... After the fourth month, we sat down and that was the first time that we told each other, I love you and stuff like that. Well, but a big part of it was, I love you and like, I love you or in love with you. In love. Like, that was the first time we ever said that to each other. In love? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, dude. And yes. we've, we already had all this history, you know, oh, so yeah. four months oh, in, yeah. like, and still four months well, in, we thing, hadn't said it. One thing too, we were really young. We were, yeah, so, we were still super young. That we were, was my I was first 17, year of college. She was 18. Yeah. So I was like, so to go through all that, it was hard. But looking back, I'm just like, well, you know. How long and also been, high school is dramatic. How long, has, how long has been together? Six years. Six years. And you guys high school sweethearts. Kind in, of, a way. in a he way. He was in high school. I was, I was in college senior already. And she was, yeah, she was a so high school But I guess high school sweethearts because that's Cause when we, we met and that's when we you know, sparked everything, I'll, you know. Yeah, we dude, met in high school. So. I'll be honest. Uh, it's rare for high school sweethearts to still be together. Still. Oh, yeah. But it's like... Awesome. But if we went out and we were during both in high school? During high school, I don't think it would have lasted. No. Because we had a lot of people over here, a lot of people This was after high school. This is this like after. in the summer and stuff like that. No, right? I was still in high school. But she was in college. I was in my first oh, year of college. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what helped because she was like in a different place, and then yeah, so I was going to North Hollywood, yeah. so I was away from everything. So, but if we were, if we if we would have went out right away after that summer when we said we liked each other, it would have lasted. Man, we would just probably went out for like a week or two because <laughs> we had a lot of influences, like these people telling us, "Oh, she's good for you." This people telling me like she's not, and then and vice versa. Like people were telling her don't do it. Yeah. Some other people were. And then like, I also still had the manipulation of my ex boyfriend yeah. that was still there constantly, trying to get back with me and then fucking me over, and then it was still constant until I graduated. Fuck. So that's what I'm saying, man. You guys are just waiting. Still in that because, summer, like after I graduated high school, it was still that was the time that I finally said bye to him. My ex-boyfriend. Like how she said right now, like, 
that I went went through it with her or whatever, and then um like I because I did give up at one point, so that's why it's fucking cliche. And, but but no, for real, when he did give up, I was like, oh shit. I'm fucking up. I need to stop because I want him around. So if you're listening, who's ever listening, it's, it's cliche. <laughs> but if you truly do like think you love something, let it go. And if it comes back, then it's meant to be. Because cliche. That's the thing that happened with me and Cynthia. Like, I'll be honest. Like, at the time, me and my ex, me and my ex-wife were separated. We're still together. And she was doing her thing and things were working out. We separated and we rekindled the fire, what, 13 years? Yeah. That's something where it's like, okay, I'm not going to end up being with her. And look what happened. And it's now we're going to be having a baby and, and everything. And um, it's just, it's, it's, it's crunch time. But again, timing is everything. Timing. Like we said, if we would have went out in high school, it wouldn't have worked. Because I don't think I would have put the effort into trying to make it work which people don't think about if you're in a relationship and your first argument people want to break up Oof. you know you you Quitters. need to yeah and people quit or people cheat or people you know don't care anymore stop caring stop trying and you need to it, a relationship is hard work and you always have to keep working on it i always have to keep trying always have to keep changing it's mm-hmm. not something that you could just be like okay we made it we, we can relax mm-hmm. like our first year was hell. <laughs> Our first year was really bad because I had a lot of baggage that I had to get rid of. And throughout that first year, I got rid of. And then the second year, I still treated him like, oh, you're like my ex-boyfriend. Or, you know, yeah. I always feared that that's what he was going to be, like my ex-boyfriend. And it wasn't until I think the third, the year. third year is where we're like, okay, oh, shit, work. yeah, we're meant to be like... <laughs> Well, and then for me, like why I didn't give up was because I it was a whole year before. So we almost went out. two and a half to three years, you you both had your guards up. You had your guard up. She I heavily you. had my guard up for a very long time. But for me, I was like, well, that I tried to strong with you. I was like, I tried to get with this girl for like a year and a half, and then I finally got her. So like to break up in the first month when you know it's not worth it. So that would have been a year wasted. I was like, there's something, there's a reason why. I like keep coming back and liked her, so mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, dedication. Yeah. Well, and now it's like six years, and I can't, I don't remember when we weren't together. Yeah, me too. You guys didn't get married? Hopefully. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, have kids? Yeah. Hopefully, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many? <laughs> two, the two, yeah. No, two. Born a girl, twins. Whatever they give us. Yeah. Whatever the universe gives us. Healthy baby. I, healthy can tell, baby. I can tell with Cynthia. It's healthy. Gonna be, or I can healthy. tell what's going to be one with Cynthia. Yeah. Hey, one is good with me too. Yeah. <laughs> One's okay. I'm the one that got to pop it out. <laughs> yeah. We get blessed with one. That's all we need. Yeah. Yeah. Just like well, now we'll just stick with cats and dogs. Yeah, and I love, we love animals. <laughs> you know, we'll adopt reason, all of them. Yeah, we, we can my, have babies, you know. We just have my animals. son, he wants a bunny so bad. So I talk to the manager. It's like, can't have no pets here. It's like fuck. It's hard to have a bunny in an apartment because they need a lot of space. They yes, they, they are. A, that's what people don't they don't poop know. a lot. They and poop they a lot. Hump, they hump need a, a lot. Yeah, and they need a lot of space because they move around. A and lot. they they can be very dangerous too. Yeah, a bunny they bite bit off my uncle's thumb basically. The whole thumb, half. And it was really? like a, it was like a baby bunny. I heard about that. It's crazy. Which ones do you eat, bunnies or rabbits? None. What is that your question? None? My little bunny stew? 
No, because my uncle's my grandpa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Like, I've known people that... Well, you watch that movie, Fatal Attraction with Kurt Douglas, where the, the, the psycho lady put the bunny in the stew and he ate it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I never heard of that movie. I, don't know. I yeah. know that, like, back in the rancho that they do that shit. Uh, but... I don't know. Because I remember... Yeah. I, had a, I had a horse. Oh, God. Horse me? It's, like, oh, rough, yeah. huh, Chewy? That's good. Oh, no, no, we can't. I remember my uncle, he had bunnies... <laughs> And I would go visit, and he had bunnies. And then at one point, there was no more bunnies. So I was oh like, shit! <laughs> I was like, "What happened to the bunnies?" And then he was like, "We ate them." <laughs> oh yeah, that's crazy. They yeah. made it. They made it to soup. Dang! Oh my god! That's what I mean. That well, <laughs> I'm glad that you guys are happily together doing the podcast. <laughs> um, one last thing. Do you have what type of? I'll go with you, Anna. What type of music that you like? That is a loaded question. <laughs> if you could pick, maybe three of them, three songs, three, three, whatever. Three songs? Oh, I don't know. Well, what, what, what three what, genres? Can you, I do that? You can do that. You can, you can <laughs> okay. do that. Yeah, we'll do genres. Yeah. I, I feel like um, I could do that a lot easier. Uh, definitely, eighties new wave. Ooh, um, that's good. English and Spanish, 80s New Wave, English and Spanish. Mm. Um, 90s, 2000s, 90s hip hop. And oh my 90s, god, this is so hard. 90s hip hop, okay. This, I'm struggling. Um, <laughs> I don't know, because I like, like classic rock a lot too. Queen. Yeah, I love Queen. Queen's gonna be on. Uh, well, I mean, we'll be here this episode, but uh, I think they're doing the Oscars this Sunday. What? Oh, oh yeah, no, the movie is gonna well, nominated. It's nominated. Part yeah. just trying to be best picture, best but picture. yeah, it's, have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, nominated. it was really good. It, well, Queen's my all-time favorite band. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the new trailer for Elton John? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I didn't see the yeah. new trailer. No, the official trailer? Yeah. You saw it? Did you see it? Yeah, it's really good. I <laughs> saw it last night. So what same, the fuck? I saw it last night too. Yeah. You saw it? It was on yeah, YouTube, right? It was I on saw YouTube. It. Yeah. They were always good. It's good. It. It's good. I know. The, the, the first one they put out was good. And yeah. Then, I like the, the actor. John's cool. And it's the same people behind Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh my so, god. It's just. When I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, I was like, what the fuck? I cried like five times. Would you? What'd you think? I love it. Well, one, I know the movie's not perfect, but one, I'm a musician. Did you see Mike Myers on it? Yes. So, uh, yeah. What'd you think about that? that I was, was like, good, ah, that was funny. That was, that was good. I know that was him. Yeah. But one, I'm a musician, so anything about, and yeah. then I love Queen, so anything like, even the smallest thing, like a song's playing or whatever, even the beginning right away when it starts, I already knew what they were going. They were going to Live Aid, so like... Dude, I think the only thing that they messed, they should have, they focus on a, just a little bit, is Freddie Mercury's sexuality. Yeah, that guy yeah. like swept under the rug. It's it like if you know, they got, they got a some little bit, of it, but but come on, they only had like yeah. two and a half hours. They're, they should have. I know that they should do just like a whole Freddie was, Mercury. Yeah, thing it was obvious. Separate. It was yeah. obvious they wanted to do a Freddie Mercury movie, but they had to involve Queen. Yeah. So they should have picked one. If you're going to stick to Queen or stick to Freddie... But whatever, what we got was pretty good. Yeah. But one thing that I do have to nitpick is that sometimes... The timeline. The timeline is off. <laughs> so they say, oh, they're in 1980s. but they And then they show, okay, supposedly the movie's in 1980. 
and they're writing a song. But because I love Queen, I know that song was written in 1977. <laughs> so that shit bugged me. But there's stuff like that. And then when he and when he um, announced he had AIDS, he didn't announce it at that time. He announced yeah. it after. You know how it ends with that big yeah. ass concert. He announced. He didn't even know during that concert because he died in '91. Yeah, '91. So when was the AIDS thing? AIDS was it? Uh, it was in '85. Okay. Yeah. That it was crazy. Yeah, he found out like years later. So that's something where he's like, that doesn't make sense. It's like you tell them, then you do the whole thing. Yeah. So I don't know, but the, yeah. what we got was cool, and the movie was tight. Yeah. I don't think it should win the Oscar, but I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think it should be nominated, but you know. Whatever. But I think it was kind of like a popularity vote type of yeah. thing. Because like Black Panther is fucking sick, but I don't think it should be up for an Oscar. Black Panther? Yeah. The 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 Marvel. The Marvel movie. Black Panther was really good. You really I, think that? Well, it's a good movie, but I don't think it should be up for an Oscar. It's up for an Oscar? Yeah. For, an Oscar. For, for, for Best Picture. No way. It's a good movie, and it, it broke a lot of records and stuff, which is sick. No way. And, you but know, again, I think it's a popularity thing. It's a popularity thing. Yeah, I know, yeah. Right. It's something where it's like... It's eh. a really good movie, and it you know it's diversity and history in the making, but... Well, then that's when that's when we get into the awards. Like, it doesn't even matter. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. What about for you? What kind of music do you like? I like a lot of that music, but heavy metal. Metal is a big one. Yeah. Metal is really big. One. Metal is what got me like serious love. Eighty. What do you like? You like Europe metal? Oh, American. The board. All he was the board. a total metalhead when I met him, and it wasn't like until we started talking and stuff and going out and that I I felt like I. Right, like well, she showed me a lot his... of music. Well, what happened was before we like before we got out. I mean, we, before we got out, <laughs> before we went out, um, it was around like in my junior year. That's when I was like, I wasn't bored of metal, but I was like, if I really want to be a serious musician and be serious in music, I need to uh, just open my my mind because I I was close minded. You know, I was like, if it's not fast, if it's not talking about death and the devil, if it's not heavy and whatever now don't i don't want to fuck with it i used to um i think the only heavy metal band i i think they're from the uh i want to say norwegian uh boat thrower boat thrower i think i know you talk about yeah norwegian they're badass <laughs> they're they're bad uh, yeah there's that one and you know kill such and great yeah but i think they broke up already i think oh, he no. retired the leaf, the leaf. Probably, yeah. Probably. They've been going there for a while. Yeah. yeah. Now, God, I don't know what the hell's going on with them. Yeah, they're they're still a band, but yeah. Um, Didn't they just play recently? Yeah, they're still they're still playing, yeah. but um, like in junior year, I was like, okay, I should open my mind. I got because I was into hip hop when I was younger because of Cynthia and Carlos, and um, that's Cynthia. She's nothing but hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I used to hear it and stuff. So I knew some names. So in junior year, I was like, let me go back to that. Let me research. Then, you know, I was able to download my own music. So I got back into it. And then I met Anna. And I was already I was already getting into indie music. But yeah. she pushed it, like, forward. Yeah. She was like, oh. I was oh, like, here's all this. Here's all you need to know. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we went out. And my then bag of tricks. I started, like, you know, getting into more music. And then the whole Danger Mob thing happened. And then that's when, like, all these music started opening. So then I just now, 
I don't care what it is. Yeah. It could be country pop. It could be weird. It could be commercial. I don't care as long as it makes me feel a certain way. And I, for me, if it's good for me, oh, I'll, I'll put it up there. Like there's for me, guilty pleasures don't exist. Exactly. You okay. you you either yeah. like it or. Like, you there's don't. nothing to be embarrassed about. Yeah. Because I, you That know, was a big thing, and I think in middle school and high school for yeah, us, like, see, they always, yeah. I, they always made us, people made us feel bad for listening to certain bands or certain things. Yeah. And especially wearing, like, band t-shirts and stuff, like, oh, you're wearing that band? Oh, you're mm. wearing this band? But like, for me, it went, like, all the way back, like, with some of my cousins, like, making fun of me for listening to, like, Evanescence and No Doubt. Because I know, wow. but it was like you know, I got into that because of my mom. But like, I used to get made fun of because well, because they were chicks, and you know, the music was whatever. And then they, but I was oh, like, funny, huh? What's the funny? And then even her solo album, like I was into it. So and when I was young, so you you could say, oh, you're gay or whatever, but I don't care. Like, which is stupid because you know, women kick ass too in music. Yeah, and people need to recognize. And that's that. why I love my mom. <laughs> That she showed me my mom and dad like they showed me sick ass music and from a young age I never saw like you know oh because they're like I was into Fergie I'm not gonna lie <laughs> I was into the Black Eyed Peas Fergalicious. I don't care like whatever like I was into that music and I still listen to it it's not guilty pleasure yeah you could say it's gay you could say whatever like I remember like I was listening to this guy his name was um Shamir oh man I think oh, his name was Shamir, Shamir yes. you remember Shamir and then I'm not going to say what he was to me, cause it, but I remember somebody told me, like, why are you listening to, like, gay shit? So, and I was just oh, like... Wow. Which is super offensive, like... I was like, what? what's so gay about it? Like, what? What do you mean? Like, the fucking music slaps. Like, it's fucking good. Fuck yeah, that shit was good. So, and then I just... That's when I realized I was like, you know what? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you could... It doesn't matter... Just like what you like, and then yeah, and don't be ashamed of you know. It, listen, like, what are people What's listening so wrong now? About being gay anyway. Yeah, know? exactly. Not Nothing wrong. With being I mean, gay. we're fucking in Long Beach. It's like gay pride, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know. Like, yeah, like, you know, like I don't know why. Don't... Like when I used to live in NorCal and stuff like that, you used to stereotype like uh, if you're gay, you just felt the deep end. <coughs> but now we're living in Long Beach. It's like we're all gay. It's like it's all love, you know. Oh, I, was, yeah. I was raised by gay men, so. I came out yeah. dope, so. Yeah, I have matter. a, you know, I'm gay, like, so. <coughs> I love my cousin, she's yeah. gay, so. Well, two last things before we end this. Um, how do you see the music scene now? What do you mean? It's overwhelming. <laughs> too much overwhelming. It's too much. It's too There's much. so many different Is it good or bad? It's both because i feel like there's so many platforms out there which is awesome but also it makes way water more down. people to yeah, water, water down things and, wa- and to take advantage it's dangerous, to think i think that it's that it's easy yeah. and you know it's just, now it's overpopulated well, with people that are putting stuff out without caring like one anybody could record now yeah. and i benefit for that because I, I do record bands and i do have it easy now because i could record in my laptop Shit, you could record on your phone. I have friends that have made songs and beats on their phones, and they're good. So it's it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because mm-hmm. you get people like Little Pump, Six Nine, Little Yachty. Like Forty Five Years, dude. You get all these. <laughs> I'm sorry, you like it? Yeah, I know it has a place in the clubs and and for the teenagers or whatever. But the music fucking sucks. It's not music. It's offensive. It's a mumble. It's that mumble. It's offensive. It's a. It's a phase. 
It's a faith. It's going to be gone. You know, just like just you like know, people that are spontaneously getting face tattoos, that's just gonna I pass, know. and you're gonna have that forever. Like, but it's, yeah, I'll go go forever. Okay, sorry, um, but it's a good thing that you could record anything because, like, there's people with talent. It's it's gonna happen. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that have blown up. Yeah, and it makes it talented. more accessible to yeah, people. So it's easy now. Like the the kid that could finally, you know, show his talent. It's easy now. Your fingertips, like your fingertips. Yeah, I feel with this generation of of well, indie music, metal, you know, R and B. I love it, and it doesn't matter to me. It's the rap and hit. The rap game is killing me. Yeah, you know, shouts to Tony A. The Wizard because he changed the whole how I see things. He quote and he said, "Hurry up with this fucking mumble music." <laughs> I want to get this. Yeah. I want to get this Just shit get done. It no, but There's, what's sad? What's sad is when the mumble is gone, something, something else, else is going to pop out, man. But did you notice that the people who do the mumble music, they have people who say, like, "Hey, can you repeat what I said?" I don't know. I don't remember saying that. So when they do on concert, when they do the mumble, it's like, oh, "This is what you said." Like that's like you forget your shit because there's so much doing that that sir- that syrup to sir- that, yeah. that that cough syrup shit or whatsoever. You know, like, what the fuck? But with this whole wave of mumble rap, it has also produced artists who are trying to get away from that and who also kind of use that as inspiration, like JPEG Mafia. Oh, yeah. He, you know, has some mumble rap in there, but it's kind of like a, this is how you sound, but I'm going to make it like this. And he, you know, transforms it you know, into his own very unique style. And it's really, really cool. So, like, if mumble rap wasn't there, I feel like it wouldn't have lit a fire under his ass well, and be like, yeah, I'm going to Another person this. that got lit a fire under their ass was um, Rico Nasty. Cause Fuck she, yeah, Because Rico Nasty. she came out. So, I don't know the story, but <clears throat> Little Yachty help her, helped her come out. And, you know, Little Yachty's mumble rap or whatever. So, she was doing that. Like, her early stuff was mumble rap, really auto-tune and all that. But her new album, Nasty, is, like, she's straight up rapping. Yeah. And she's angry. And she's fucking good. Yeah. So. So this whole mumble rap stuff is, is, is it's, a lot of bringing pe- up a lot of other people. Because a lot of people blame mumble rap because of Lil Wayne and Future. Yeah. yeah. Lil Wayne was the first That's to, what do it the was. Mum- yeah. to the, the trap and Lil mumble. Wayne has done so much shit like props to him yeah. too because yeah, yeah. he's gotten well, around because the, like, the, the only one the only yeah. hip hop rap I listen to I'm sorry Dre I only listen to ASAP Rocky oh ASAP Rocky's tight they're fucking good yeah. and I like listen to him but I like lyrical because when you have mumble rap it's like okay battle this person like, I don't know what to say but uh, yeah a lot of those mumble rappers will kind of admit like that they're not doing hip hop they're just no. for the money, but but they're just covering because a lot of them, they they'll say like, oh, I started rapping two years ago, you know, so you know they're in it because for the pop is one, it's a popularity thing that yeah. Yeah. when they were in school, they're popular. Then they got uh they got somebody to record them. Their SoundCloud, they put it up there. They blew up because they're popular. The music sucks, but they're just popular, and that's how this whole mumble rap started. Like it's just so easy now. Get a beat from YouTube. Put it on uh, a recording software. Record yourself. You, you can record yourself on your phone now. Like, yeah. throw a bunch of auto tune, reverb, make the beat fucking simple, and make it bassy. 
and then now that's where we're, that's where yeah. we're at. But yeah, you're right. Like a lot of people are coming out and be like, okay, that's not hip hop. This is how you do. Because my favorite rapper right now is Kendrick Lamar. Like, yeah. He's my favorite. Oh rapper. yeah, Kendrick. Lamar you know, I did him to defend my podcast too. Hopefully, man. that would be tight. I'm trying. But also, like a lot of female rappers are coming up, like Rico Nasty and Tierra Wack. Like Tierra Wack yeah. is. I don't know names. No names. Yeah, like the only the only women I used to hear rap was like MC Light. Uh, like MC in my Light. era, I don't know the era now, but I know like not Cardi B, but MC Light, Queen Latifah, Queen Latifah like Salt yeah. and Pepper. Love that's, Salt and Pepper. That's my junior <laughs> because I'm like almost forty, but you know, <laughs> so I know that's the, my generation. No, I grew up on that too because my mom is, is all about that. I learned a lot of music. Like, from my when, mom like too. when you have a Queen Latifah, like the 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 one song like, was a Ladies First. Yeah, that's good. Hey, we threw a show called Ladies First. Yeah, we did. When when uh, we did the Danger Mouse shows. Yeah. I don't know how the idea came up, but we did a ladies first show. and it was I a, brought it up. You brought it up? Yeah. <laughs> and it was I was like, a, we need to have ladies night. And it was a female, all female fronted bands. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty sick. And they were all fully female except one. One band was only female. Two bands. Two bands? Yeah, the Decades and... Um, oh. No, three bands. That's why we said female fronted. Yeah, yeah. And, we had, it was, it and we had a female, female DJ, and she was. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool, man. I was like, Damn. it was really tight. Yeah, that was badass. Lastly, um, what's the feature for both your podcasts? What do you mean, feature? Yeah, well, what down the road? Oh, future. Sorry. Well, first. for the Dogner podcast, because it's like music centric, because um, Dogner just became a uh, music website where me and um, Kiki Love just share our. Basically, what we're listening to in 2019, and hopefully for the future, we, we'll keep, um, we'll keep. Hopefully, you know, we'll keep going with what's coming out and giving our opinion, because that's because we enjoy doing that. Yeah, we, enjoy, we me and me and her and like we would always share with our friends, like, hey, you should listen to this and that. And what's pretty cool is like now I have friends that are texting me that they haven't texted me in a while, like, hey, share an album with me. Or what do you think of this? So it's pretty cool. Like now that we put it out there, like, hey, we're listening to music and we're giving our two cents. Mm-hmm. You, it's our opinion. Nobody has to like us, like give us likes or follow us. But we're gonna do it because we just, you know, that's how we want to live our lives. Because we love music, we want to share it out there. We mm-hmm. have a platform like Instagram and SoundCloud and Apple. We can do a podcast, and and we have a website. The you yeah. know, it's Dognoir, um, Oh yeah, Dognoir-ent.com. If you guys want to know what we're listening to, you guys can check that out. Yeah, it's and then, all over. But the, hopefully for the future of the Dogmar podcast is we keep sharing music and um, we keep putting out episodes. Hopefully, because right now we're and doing... hopefully we go to more shows. I really want to go to more local shows yeah, hope, and yeah, we wanna... push that kind of scene, the local I local see a lot. Of, I see a lot, a lot of local shows in like in Alex's bar. Okay. Yeah. Long Beach, a lot. Like we were going to go to the Pike Bar that one time? Remember? Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of going on. Oh, yeah. 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 We, just, we just like have that. to look for it. Yeah, but for the dog bar, like, hopefully, you know, we're just going to... What about 4th Street at Vine? Right there on That's cool, man. That one, Street, yeah, we that one has a lot of shows. That's a good let, let a little local indie bands. Yeah. yeah. A lot of local, yeah. Oh, yeah. And DJs, too. I, oh, I already know DJ Polyester. Oh, I think I heard of the name. Yeah. She's, she's a bartender at Alex's Bar, too. Oh, oh crazy. She's a Cambodian girl. That's nice. cool. Yeah. My dad probably knows her. Probably. <laughs> he knows all his bars. I remember. Yeah. yeah but, um, yeah, for the for Dog Noir, you know, hopefully we could build it more to, you know, we're just, right now we're just going with what we have, starting slow, 
and trying to enjoy the whole process basically because yeah. we overwhelmed ourselves the first time around so we tried we're really trying to take this time now you know well. what's up yeah, yeah. now because a lot of people were like <laughs> what like even we we try to ask ourselves and people were asking us like what is dog nor we couldn't answer that question because it was so much it was so many things it was so many ideas but now you ask us dog nor it's just a music website you know it's a music blog where mm-hmm. you know it's music for independent minds we think um you know, we're just sharing the music we like. And if some people, because I've all around like high school and um, even after a lot of my family and friends would come up to me like, what are you listening to? Can you give me new music? Yeah. And then for like probably the last past two years, I couldn't because I wasn't keeping up. Mm-hmm. And then, but now I want to get back to it. And then now people are texting me and being like, hey, what are you listening to? And I could like a drop of a dime. Boom. Here. Yeah, I know our what relationship you like, like then, really started on music. Yeah, yeah. We, the the first time that I kind of like totally fell in love with him was when we went to Amoeba and we just scrolled through all the CDs. I haven't been there, for dude. Hours. I we should go one day. Yeah, I was supposed to go because the you know I don't know if you heard the group called the the Drums. Yeah, we've seen the drums like so many times, dude. <laughs> I saw I saw them at the Opera House over there on fucking at the Promona. Nice. Like I saw them one time. They're bad, dude. They're badass. They're good. Like, they're good. The yeah. drums. I don't know, but they don't get that much credit. But I used to hear them back in the day, like when they used to have like an indie, like MTV indie, like music and shit like that. You know. But yeah. I followed them ever since, and uh, I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, even uh, cigarettes after sex. Yeah, I love cigarettes after sex. Dude, what do you think about cigarettes? I love them. Yeah, I, I'm trying to like. Show Chapel a little bit more about. Hey, it. I know the name, but I never heard the. I'm gonna let you know. I'm sorry to say, if you hear them, um, let's just say you might you guys make you might might make a baby. <laughs> What's the future for? Look at how fast he's trying to change that subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a little. That's a that's a baby maker right there. It's really Those good music though. Like good central chill, like a like a better version of Coplay. Oh, yeah, it's it's good. What about for badass chicas? Um, I'm trying to just focus on the badass chicas, the guests that we're having and stuff, and uh-huh. um, really try to find a not find a structure, but I mean, because the season one, I didn't really know what I was doing, and season two. I think we kind of found our emotion of yeah. where we want to go and what we want to do. So definitely a lot more artists, definitely a lot more musicians, definitely just a lot more Long Beach local women who are doing stuff for the community, who are doing stuff for, you know, small businesses and other artists and, you know, basically empowering other women. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Give, give a platform to you know expose other people that should be known basically so that's what i want to do and network with more people and just build this community of females to help each other out because right now like especially on social media and stuff like that we're just dragging each other down and there's so much comparing and there's so much like hating on women there's so much you know hate between women and it just we need to stick together because we need to help each other out because who else is going to do that you know do you feel like sometimes like how we're living in society where it's too quote unquote sensitive where you know like 
is it a Me Too movement? Is it more like this or more like that? Is this, how do you see it more as, you know? So um, with Me Too, I think that is a very sensitive thing. Um, it is something that should be taken very seriously, not it's something... some good, some bad. Well, I think that if someone says Me Too, you should listen to them. That's not something that you should take very lightly because... I've experienced it as well, also me too, you know, and I know many people and many women and, you know, many, many trans women, many women of color who've experienced that. And a lot of people try to take advantage of that movement mm -hmm. and make it look bad. Yeah. And with the whole sensitive thing happening, I feel like um, people are trying to jump on the bandwagon of that and, you know, trying to make it seem like a joke. And kind of ruined it for a lot of other people who should be taking certain things seriously. Like, um, with the whole feminist thing, like, a lot of white feminism is not including, you know, trans women, women of color, you know. And they, they just care about protecting their own race and, you know, just protecting their sisters instead of protecting everybody. being Not being inclusive. So, I think... I want to make it more inclusive, you know, with my podcast than, you know, accepting everybody and not just, you know, white people or, you know, gentrifying my, you know, podcast. Like, I really want to make it inclusive and for everybody because that's what I'm about and that's what I want more people to realize, too. Mm -hmm. There's all these amazing artists around us, regardless, you know, if they're, you know, Latino, if they're black, if they're, you know um asian like trans you know all of that stuff like we all need to be there for each other and i want that to be a safe space for everybody okay that's good that's good to know um do you guys have any plugs or anything you have any, any upcoming stuff or anything uh we have an episode coming out for the dawn or podcast on march 1st and it, no the badass chicas oh, um by this, this by the time this episode comes out the badass chicas with uh, Vanessa, yeah. mm -hmm. who aka Tokioni, um, I collaborated with her. Mm -hmm. That episode should be out now, and our collaboration, um, Dream Lover, is out also for purchase. So it's a zine. Mm -hmm. um, also, there's pins and stuff like that, and that's out. And um, yeah, just follow badass chicas, um, badass.chicas. Yeah, follow Dognor at uh, dognor.ent. And also follow Upstream. Um, that's a thing I work on for music. Mm -hmm. I think it's official upstream. And then follow the homie Eric Reyes at Cynical Podcast. He's um, I helped with the audio on that. And yeah, go to our website, dognor-ent.com. Yeah, you can follow uh, me too at kiki.love.art for um, all my projects coming up. Nice. You follow me at Cheps the Chef, C H E P S, da chef. It's <laughs> my Instagram. And, well, I just want to say thank you for doing the Mega Man's podcast. This is uh, we've been going on for a while. Yeah, is, I love it. Well, I just want to say thank you, thank you for, and um, I'll do whatever I can to uh, push this episode out and also your podcast out. And thank you. thanks. I, and um, I, like I said, I'm gonna back you guys up, no matter what, with both Badass Chicas and both Dog Nor Podcast because you. I see potential with both your podcasts and stuff like Thanks. that um other than that guys um i hope you guys like this episode um you want you want them to follow um your podcast or anything i think we gave them yeah 
basically said everything, yeah. Okay, cool. We'll continue the conversation on the Dogner podcast. Dogner podcast? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll get you <laughs> on there. Podcast. We'll oh, yeah. Well, trust there. me. I got a lot. I got to make a list of music. <laughs> um, you can follow the Mega Man um, at Mega Man 6980. Uh, follow me on the new Instagram page of the podcast, the Mega Man's podcast. Uh, subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Rate and review. Um, you can find my podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitchers, um, you know, Radio Republic, uh, Pod, Pod, Pocket, uh, Pocket Cast, Podbean, um, SoundCloud. I'm in the works of it. But other than that, just um, I'm in the works. Uh, stickers and t-shirts, I won't do that till September. So stop blowing me up, guys. Like, <laughs> it, I, I, it's, it, I know. I get it. I get it. Other than that, guys... Um, I hope you guys like this episode. And uh, Mega Man's out. Anna's out. And <laughs> Chepito's out. Woo! Later, guys. Bye. Peace. Later.